This week's episode is brought to you by Ordering Things. Stuff you can do on Amazon, or two subordinates, or cards that you can play in the game of Vanguard. Ordering stuff is just good depending on what perspective you're looking at, but, uh, order cards. A worm for some good shit, people. Hey everybody, welcome to Nexus at Night. I would like to formally apologize to my roommate for scaring him with the Ozzy Osbourne painting that I own. And I'm sorry. I'm Atlas. Oh, is that the haunted one? Yes. <laughs> that was Matt, and I'm Rupier. Oh yeah. This week on Nexus at Night, we have actual things to talk about where we don't have to paw around in the dark. So, oh boy. I was thinking for this week, we talk about uh, order cards. Oh, did we finally get sponsored by G- TCG Player? No, no, like order cards, like you know, like the order cards where you go online and you 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 order cards, you use them, use them in the game. Uh, order cards. What do you like? Go on Amazon like some sort of plebeian? No, like order cards. They're used in the game to like defend yourself. Like they're also made of cardboard. These are order cards. Do you understand? So you're finally giving in and playing Bermuda Triangle, got it. Motherfucker, no, okay. You know how in Yu-Gi-Oh! you have, like, magic cards or spell cards or whatever they're called, and then in Magic it's... In instants Vanguard- and sorceries. Instant, instants and sorceries, yeah. In, in Vanguard, they're called order cards. Uh-huh. Am I getting through to you, or are we just doing, like, an Abbott and Costello thing for forever? So you've got an eBay coupon, got it. <laughs> An eBay gift card for Chinese New Year. Do you even celebrate Chinese New Year? I don't, but I know it's Year of the Rat from all the uh, posters in uh, L.A. They're all over the place. The what posters? The the, the posters for order cards. (laughs) No, uh, (laughs) no, the the posters for Chinese New Year. Help. I don't know what's going on anymore. I don't uh, The name of the band. Who? The band on stage. Who? Who's on first? No, not... Fuck! <laughs> this all deteriorated into itself. If you haven't figured out what we're talking about, uh, Vanguard now has, like, equipment or magic cards or spell cards or instants and sorceries, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Oh, wait, no, they're called order cards. Um, That's not a confusing name in any way, shape, or form. This entire gargle mesh of a sketch came from when I was trying to look up the wiki page to research how they work this morning. And uh, I, you know, card fight vanguard order cards, and then Google goes, oh, here's TCG player, you wanted to, to order some cardboard? No, fucker, I mean, like, they're called order cards. Yeah, so that's where this all came from. Um, it's gonna sound a lot snazzier and edit, uh, after I edit it, so not that people will be able to hear this because I can cut this part out. But beautiful. So beautiful. Uh, it turns out that there are two different types of orders. Really? Uh, yeah. So there are normal orders, which I guess go in your deck, and you you can only play them during your main phase. So I think the one that was shown uh, on stream and that comes with the uh, the revisiting GTDs, I don't know what they're, I don't know what they're called, like Vanguard 2020, whatever they're calling it, is like, uh, it's a grade 2 uh, order card, like so, normal order, 
Where you can counterblast two, give a unit 20k. Okay. For the turn, or... Not... For the turn. Okay, good. I was gonna say... And that and that's a normal order, so you can only use it on your main phase. So it's like a sorcery and magic. Yeah, because like... Or like a normal spell in Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah. The, the way they it's explained on the wiki is it represents concepts like spells and items for, from strategy games. A fighter can only use one order card per turn by revealing it from their hand and putting it in the drop zone. Yep. Uh... And then you can only use grades or order grades equal or less than your vanguard. Yes. So the uh, like I said, the elixir that was shown on stream was a grade two. So you have to be grade two or greater before you can use it. The other kind of order cards are called blitz orders, which like start outside of your deck and you get tickets, I guess, like mm-hmm. to use them. So like the the uh, all the starters, I think are are, are all the starters being added. I think so, yes. Yeah, so all those starters are being er- errated so that on ride, you draw a card, and then if your opponent is grade one or greater, so that i.e. if you're going second, you get a quick shield, so it's an extra 5k shield in your hand. Wait, did Bushiro just make an effort to balance going second? I doubt it. <laughs> I said make an effort, I never said it oh, succeeded. Oh, I see. That was probably their intention, I don't know. We'll see if they succeed. Mm. Yeah. But I'm not sure that I mean, we'll we'll see how it goes. I but guess... it's weird that they're printing like cards that are now taking up room. Like order cards can kind of go a lot of different directions. So one of the complaints I've made about Vanguard, or maybe not complaint, observations. Let's go with that word. I've made about Vanguard in the past is like even if you have like a ton of card advantage, that really only, like translates to some amount of defense because there are only six card spots in the on the board, right? Yeah. So like, even if you well. That was, like, at least at the time, I complained about it. Now, not only can Excel clans uh, create more spots on the board to further press their advantage, uh, they can uh, order cards will allow clans who maybe aren't protect clans to have additional ways of affecting the board that are outside of uh, just calling units. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Yeah, I so think so. So you might be able to leverage additional resources with these order cards, depending on how powerful they are, of course. Mm-hmm. Although, since the normal orders go into the main deck, I assume they take up slots in your allotted 50 cards, right? Mm-hmm. But, you know, like, the, since the only normal order we've seen is, like, you know, counterblast 2 plus 20k, mm-hmm. we could easily see, you know, orders that give decks entire weight conditions. Yeah. You know, they might be fairly expensive in like, high, in, like, grade 3, but that could be a powerful thing that decks could be doing in the future, depending on how they want to print these things. I mean, yeah. It also means that they like it could be oh if I have, you know, these four order cards in the drop zone I get to do some wacky shit. Mm-hmm. Like uh you know, superior call six you know, five things and then they all get twenty K or something like that. Right. I mean again, these are eating up normal unit spots in your deck, so we'll yes. see. So clearly you just have to assemble the five orders of Exodia. You're right. I, I'm, I'm, I mean, that could be a thing they do too, right? But then you would ha- then you have the problem of things going to damage, and that would not be a very consistent thing. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Uh, other like rulings about it: you can put any number of order cards in the main deck, including four of the same name. So, like you, you know, like a normal card can't be ri- they can't be normal ridden or normal called. Uh, if it would be superior ridden or called, an order card is put into the drop zone instead. Um, so the number, the grade of order cards is ignored when revealing your hand for G assist. Uh, 
So if you don't have a grade two and you have a grade two order card, you still get to you know check for. Wouldn't that be dumb if they dumb if they? I feel like they didn't have that initially, and we're like, wait. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> like one game and somebody geosist, and they're like, this is dumb. Yeah. <laughs> um, if it's put into damage drop zone or soul, it stays there. Um, the number of order cards can be referred to with abilities, so you can discard a grade three order card for stride. Um, if an order card is put onto the field is locked, uh, after it's unlocked, it's put in drop zone. If an, uh, it will stay on the field while it is locked, which fucking sucks. I wish, I wish it would just, you know, disappear like a token does. Um, if an order card is superior called to a rear guard circle with a unit, the order card's put in drop without retiring the rear guard that was originally there. Well, that's neat. Why do you say that? Just, it makes it really hard to, for, you know, for, you know, it, it, Let's say like you you can't call over <laughs> with yeah. like a dumbass shield. That'd be funny if you could. <laughs> yeah, but, like, imagine you check top five with some gold paladin card, and they're all like order cards, and you're just like, "Fuck!" Oh, right, because it would force you to call anyway. I I, I thought you meant like yeah. it was some kind of thing like, "Ooh, card advantage." I'm like, not really. Uh, but. Just try to dig all the order cards out of your deck. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, and then it says the text of all uh, first vanguards has been changed to grant the player a ticket upon being wrote. So you don't necessarily have to get the new starters if you don't want to. Yeah, right. All starters uh, now have this. Yeah, kind of like how all starters became forerunners at some point. Well, it's important well, for most. some starters who actually matter, like their name matters, mm-hmm. like your white tigers and your um. <laughs> Yeah. Whatever's it. All yeah. the, you know, former ride chains that are so like, pseudo mm-hmm. ride chains now. Mm-hmm. Or your Kierfs and that kind of thing. Oh, fuck that guy. Fuck that guy indeed. We'll get to that later in the episode. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> the, uh... So what do we think of this for the game? I mean... I have no idea. I need to see more orders. Yeah. Like I said, we've only seen the quick shield, which is like a 5k shield. You know, and but... now the it's elixir. Like a- that's yeah, like and now Counter the Blast 2 for a power. Counter Blast 2 for 20k is kind of a bad rate. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that, that's not a card I expect to matter. Unless your yeah. deck literally uses no Counter Blast at any point. But how many decks are like that in standard? I don't know. And like, as far as these making you know, some play in premium, I think they need to be a hell of a lot more powerful first. Yeah. I mean... A question to consider, like, should they maybe think about expanding to maybe 60 cards in decks so that we have room for these orders, or do you think it's a good thing that we're still restricted to the 50, so we actually have to think about the place of order cards in our deck? I think 50's fine for now. For mm. now. Uh, I think... We'll, we'll, if, if, if elixirs end up being, like, or if, like, all these order cards end up, like, eating a bunch of deck space because they're, like, super powerful, if they print a bunch of super powerful ones, then, you know, we can revisit that question. I think for now I'm not too worried. Yeah. I mean, this reminds me... Like go ahead. If there's, like, a big win condition order card, I'm saying, like, that can be, like, your backup, you know, like, in some sense, like, a close to a backup grade three. Mm. So it's not, yeah. like... I mean, obviously you can't ride it, but... Whatever. Just GSS for it. For yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, I'm glad they're trying out something new, at least. I just... Don't know how it's gonna play out right now. What are you gonna say, Atlas? Um, this like I don't know if you guys have ever gone back and listened to our episode about when like the imaginary gifts were first revealed. 
mm-hmm. where a lot of it was us just being like, ah, I don't know, on paper seems fine. And like the imaginary gift stuff in general, I think has been a boon to the game. Now, the balancing is another story, but the concept of writing your Vanguard gets, like, this thing that mm-hmm. allows, like, a deeper level of play and deck building is in and of itself a good thing. So to have something like this where now we have, you know, spells, orders, again, dumbest name ever, uh... <laughs> In this card game, it's great for the people like me who are like, I'm, I'm bored of standard right now. Mm. I guess also knowing what we know now of what the gift system has become, I do like that orders are more universal. Not Clans aren't being locked into a specific archetype with rare exceptions that can get alternate gifts, Bermuda. <laughs> but <laughs> Always the exception, yeah. never the rule. Yeah. You know, because, like, gifts were in a really weird place where, like, Excel never gained advantage until Excel 2, and Protect was really strong for a long time, and then, you know, things have shifted, so now Protect is really weak, and and Excel is really strong, and so I feel like this is going to have less of those issues simply because everyone has access to it. So. For now. Yeah, for now. (laughs) <laughs> we're gonna say that and immediately get punished right i mean mm-hmm. this is this has like you said matt this has the potential to go pretty much anywhere um imagine Yu-Gi-Oh starting with just monsters and traps and then five years later they're like yeah there's this thing called a spell card which uh you know you can you play it from your hand and there are different types of spell like i i guarantee you we're gonna get a they could make an order that puts another rear guard circle on the board. They could. I don't even know that I'd be against it. I'm just saying, the sky's the limit, right? It yeah. kind of is. I mean, yeah. Honestly, like I kind of like this better than gifts. Again, with the benefit of hindsight, mm-hmm. right? Because again, if we get something stupid like an Excel two order, then at least everyone gets it, and God, there is a potential. Like there is a potential that we have multiple broken decks of using Excel two instead of just like here's one or two really really strong decks that can abuse Excel two and then a bunch of other clans that can kind of use it and are barely hanging on because they can abuse it and then here's a bunch of clans that just don't exist anymore. My expectation uh, going into the uh, product stream was that they would just uh, say hey. The for a player going first, no longer draws a card. Hmm. Like that's Yu-Gi-Oh? like usually the first change. Well, like every other card game on the planet, right? Mm-hmm. Like usually the first the first player doesn't draw a card in most games. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. That's I just guess I not being able to attack and not getting that first drive check is their version of that, but it doesn't really matter in practice. Uh, well. Well, no, because it kind of gets made up by, like, an early or twin drive, I guess. Yeah, you grade three first, which ends up probably mattering more than the card earlier. Mm. So, yeah. I'm also curious to see if they'll make other Blitz orders than the one we see right now, because 
We keep harping on them making guard circle effects, and I feel like this is a way for them to do that without affecting main deck space, which is good. So, I see a lot of potential in this. I'm concerned about deck space right now with the normal orders, because they'll... But we'll have to see what normal orders come out, and I'd like to see if there are going to be cards that give you more blitz orders, and then if they're going to make more than just the quick shield for 5k. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Although, blitz orders means that there's more player inter- or potential for player interaction yeah. on the opponent's turn, which means we might you know, start seeing a little more of that like Denial Griffin stuff, you know? Stuff yeah, that... but again, like this will be something that everyone has access to instead of like just Kagero, and then yeah, just Kagero saying. will have a place in the meta simply because it can shut down people's combos. Mm-hmm. Man, now Griffin is some shit. Okay, calling it now. If we start getting super broken orders, any deck that can make sufficient hand advantage is going to be the one that comes out on top because of the orders being, uh, you know, game-wide. Wait. So... You know how I, quick orders start from outside your deck? Yeah. Blitz and you yeah. gain, like, tickets for them? Yeah. They could theoretically make a clan mechanic who's just about gaining these, like, quick orders. Oh, I'm sure. Maybe it's probably oh, going oh, to be, like, Genesis or OTT. It's gonna be fucking Bermuda Triangle. Watch that. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, Bermuda Triangle just also get it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, didn't they say that they're gonna be supporting OTT soon? That that might actually happen. Like just calling it now, I think OTT is gonna have an early lead here. Whether that stays or not, we'll see. But uh... it also depends on what the G reboot actually entails, because we're all speculating strides, but who the hell knows? Well, if. Uh... <laughs> from Bellion had anything to say about that? Maybe not. <laughs> it, 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 just having Chrono uh, Fang Tiger just be another lost legend. Is... Whoa, whoa! I think the uh, Tiger and Rebellion thing is much better than Lost Legend was. Oh, oh no, it yeah. is. But I'm saying you now have two cards that can stride from deck. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I like uh, that this one. Uh, yeah, I think what's cool about Rebellion though. Is it gives a lot of power. Yeah. Although it's doing a kind of weird brave thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I guess if we're talking about it, we should just talk about the card instead of beating around the bush. Sure. Yeah, we could. Fine. Well, I was yeah. probably going to bring it up sooner uh, or later. Otherwise, anyways. it's like really difficult to like. Because, like, I think this card is. Because this card, you know, kind of goes with what we were just trying to say. Yeah. So, so it's, it's kind of a two. Oh, you can go ahead. Oh. Uh, I was just going to start reading the cards. If you were going to do that, you do it. I'm also going to do that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so there's Carnifang Tiger, who you can discard, like, you know, some of grade threes or greater, and search your deck for a one grade four and write it a stand. And then, you know, at the end of the turn, you retire that unit and write a grade three, your soul and rest. So, you know, write this card again, probably. And, and then, you, uh, when wrote upon by specifically Chrono Tiger Rebellion, you can discard a card and it gets your Vanguard, it's crit plus one, drive plus one. Which is freaking neato, first Yeah. Point. Secondly, Rebellion is like, uh, when it attacks, if you have five or less cards in hand, you retire two of your opponent's front row guards. If you have three or less cards in hand, your front row units all get plus 10k. And if you have one or less card in hands, you can turn all cards in your damage zone face down, and it gets all your opponent's guardians get shield minus 5,000. 
So if you have no counterblast, this is free. If you have five counterblast, this costs five counterblast. <laughs> so uh, spend it. <laughs> I mean, they have ways to spend it, believe me. But, yeah. Um, and then there's the little uh, doggo, uh, was it Chronobite, who gains like a crit for discarding a card? Yeah. yeah. It's like super neat with the uh, Rebellion uh, plus 10k. Mm-hmm. So I just think it's. I just think this is like a much better like uh, top end because you can do this like right into ride grade three. Yeah, which is pretty dope. Uh, and like, what are they gonna? Do? Your pony can't damage you, not you. True. Like, yep. Doing this no matter what. I mean, taking off five k shield from everything sounds a little like innocuous. I mean, but... you just get to the three or less, right? This card's insane on. Your first grade three ride. Yeah. Yeah. You're grade four, your Vanguard's hitting for what, 25? Yeah. And then you have some like 20k crit one chrono, uh, chronobite. Oh no, 30, 35 because if you do force gift plus the, the skill. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. And that's if you put force gift on Vanguard, right? Yeah. God forbid you want to go full meme and just force two it up. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can. And then. After you finish that turn, you now have it. Crit. What? Twenty-five k three crit. Yeah, I've had like a roller coaster reaction to this, where like my first instinct was that it was bad, and then I started thinking about it more, and I realized that I was kind of misunderstanding how the shield five thousand worked for a little bit, and then I've gone from like, do you want to go? And then I started thinking it was more of a gauntlet buster situation, where it's like. You can dump everything your first turn, but your opponent can just PG it. People love activating Gauntlet Buster, I swear. Yeah. And that's where I'm at right now. Is like, It does have the advantage of Chronobite, and that's cool, but it still feels a little like Gauntlet Buster, whereas like, realistically, you might not always do dumping everything in your first turn. And... But if you can, it's going to be hilarious, and then if you don't, you're probably just going to aim for the power plus 10,000, which is significantly more underwhelming when you don't have the shield drain attached to it. Yeah. Although well, I think what's what's fine, though, is like, you're, like even though it seems like it's costing a lot, because you need three or less cards in hand, you triple drive up to six. Yeah. And that's... I mean, it's fine. Like, yeah, this this seems medium. I've settled on it being medium right now. I'm just like, is six enough considering how powerful the top decks are is where I'm at right now. And that's where I just want to see people test it. <sighs> I don't know. It, none of this stuff has been fully, uh, you know, the impact hasn't been fully seen yet. But I get the feeling we're entering a new era of something interesting. Mm-hmm. Might be good, that might be bad. That sounds enough. But interesting. And that means that yeah. there will be episodes where we can have stuff to talk about. Red meat! Yay! Yay! <laughs> and then we're gonna get... And then we're gonna end up with this, like, five months later being burned out of the game and out of ideas again, because it turned out that orders were a terrible idea that Bushiro fucked up. Oh, we'll see. We will see, but we'll, like, we'll tell you, don't worry. This is a lot like, a lot more roads that Bushiro can take uh, besides gifts, which were very clearly defined in what they can do. 
This mm -hmm. is anything. It is open-ended. It is open-ended. Uh, but before we get, or before we, I guess, continue on into this new era, we should probably finish the old one. Uh, apparently, Worlds happened recently. Oh, it sure did. <laughs> How'd that go? <laughs> so, well, I want to start by saying the stream was miserable. Was it now? Uh, I watched basically the entire stream. Uh -huh. So there were supposed to be two streams going with stuff going on all the time. Oh, my God. And we saw, before Top 8, we saw, I think, two buddy fight games, a premium game, and one standard game. Strange. <laughs> the standard game we knew was uninteresting as possible. It was like Kumo versus something. I don't remember. And then the uh, pre the premium game we saw was actually pretty dope. It was Kagro versus Great Nature. Sweet. Woo. Uh, and, and premium Kagro is dope. I just want to say that. What was he using? It's a bunch of... Uh, they were using the X. Oh, the, the X. Cross yeah. With, uh, with Dote. With the uh, new Dote. Because yeah. you just restand three times, and the the Legion mate Dote loses drive checks, right? So yeah. LOL. <laughs> <laughs> and so he just go, he just like rides it, Legions forced like force twos Legions. Oh man, it was sweet. <laughs> it, was uh. so, it was so dope. So that was like the 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 the, the fun match, and the the uh, the great nature player, you know, bringing out a funk because. Yeah, because a fight against Kagura is against, hilarious. Uh, yeah, against Kagura, and everyone's like, "What card is that?" And I'm yeah. like, "Hey, wait, I know this one." <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, so this again. <laughs> but yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, or that that match was cool anyway. The we might have seen another match of premium. Uh, I think uh, darker regulars versus somebody on stream. I think Nikki. Uh, Goldman was playing uh, was playing darker regulars, and I think he made top eight. Actually, he was the only darker regulars in top eight. So since I was since premium was hype, let's talk about a little bit about uh, what happened. The premium. So the premium top eight ended up being being four gold paladin, a grand blue, a neo nectar, a darker regulars, and a lord. Hey, hooray for grand blue for making it that far! Yeah, it's crazy. What was the build? Uh, I, my, I don't have the list in front of me, uh, but I will attempt to find it and I'll let you know. Yeah. Uh, so we'll, I, but I don't quite remember. I'm sorry. That's okay. Uh, somebody posted it somewhere and then I immediately lost it because <laughs> Twitter is annoying sometimes. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, so Gold Powder ended up winning. Of course. I'm, yeah, I'm so, shocked and odd. Yeah, so the top four ended up being the two gold paladin, a grand blue, and a neonectar, and then gold paladin ended up taking it because gold paladin. That's why. Yeah, gold paladin is such a silly deck in premium. I think the general consensus is that premium is well. How do I say? Premium. <laughs> some stuff <laughs> needs to go in premium. Yeah, and by stuff specifically, I mean. Just nuke all of the dumb decks like Golds and screw it, Neo Nectar and yeah, the you know, um, DI and just nuke them. Any anything that can kill on like a ridiculous level, the just the the kind of uh, all right, I'm gonna have this Gas Steel here, 
everything is at, you know, 157k, and uh, there's like six well, cards left in my deck, and they're all crits, so. Yeah, right? Yeah. It's just like, come on. <laughs> so. Because, like, I've, re- I've really been enjoying premium, at, le- at the very least when it comes to deck building, because you can do a lot of fun and crazy combos. Like, I was playing with uh, Great Nature in premium, and I did... A f- like a cool thing where I was about to deck myself out, right? So I go into Kiel Timco, which is that stride that when you hit success, you put four cards on the bottom of your deck mm-hmm. and then give something 4k. So what I did was I got to success with one card left in deck, put four crits on the bottom, and then uh, on attack, use Binoculus to mill the last card that wasn't a, wasn't a crit and then blow something up, because it turned out it was a heal. <laughs> Do three things, 5k, and then attack with my Vanguard, crit, crit, crit. Oh, what a shocker. But, like, I set it up. It was fun. Like, you have enough hand advantage to survive to that level when you're not playing against motherfucking Gold Paladin. <sighs> no one's gonna answer me on this? Or? I mean, <laughs> well, that was bullshit. We already know this. Gold Paladin is... Yeah. What more do you want? What do you want from us? I don't know, just fun fun things you did in premium or like fun combo ideas or something. I mean there's a Murakumo infinite, but Murakumo's so atrocious in premium it doesn't matter. <laughs> Isn't that the one where it's the shadow stitch stride that can call itself, so you just call it over itself over and over? Oh yeah, and you use ton but like constantly recycle shit. Oh, okay. Yeah, you but you it's like literally infinite, but it doesn't matter because Murakumo's that bad. <laughs> Murakumo in premium is really the, really, the defining characteristic is that all of your G-guards are worse than a vanilla heal trigger. <laughs> I mean... Every single one of them. The worst part your is Your best that... G-guard is Counterblast 1, GB1, Plotmaker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you poor bat... Like, I literally think that the reason that Murakumo is so good in standard is because of just how they did Murakumo dirty for all of it, the game's history. Up to that point, uh, uh, I don't know if that's true. As much as they just printed Huga and you know a bunch of other dumb cards no, even but, before that, but like even before Huga, it, like you know you have uh, you know Zanbaku and then Zanbaku and Shiryuki. Like Shiryuki. all of those are just solid ass cards. Oh yeah, Kumo the- has been at least the best deck for a little bit every time. Every time it comes out, Zanbaku took a little bit to get ramped up because people were playing you know tons of other shit. Yeah. And also, Excel 1 is just, like, kind of bad. So, But, you know, once Excel 2 happened, everyone's like, LOL, Excel. <laughs> Which really showed at this Worlds, because the standard top 8 was 8 Excel cleanse. Oh, boy. Oh, something's gonna four happen. More, 4 Kumo. Okay. 2 Pale Moon. Alright. A Kaze, and a Great Nature. Good job to the Great Nature. Yeah, and yeah, to the Tachikaze. Great Nature, I lost the top 8, though. Yeah. Hachikaze guy got top four. Good for him. Yep. And so. both Pale Moons made top four, and Pale Moon ended up winning the event as well. I am not surprised by this. Um, Pale Moon is still very good. And this yeah, is. Dorian's pretty good. And this is before. Uh, Bermuda. Bermuda came out in English, so. Uh, right. Bermuda comes out uh, Friday? I think so. I think so, yes. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll, we'll soon get to live in a Riviera world. Mm-hmm. At least uh, until people start playing decks like Vanquisher, whenever that happens. Living in a Riviera world, and I am a Riviera girl. <laughs> we know. 
But, uh... Motherfucker, I yeah. keep walking into so, these. Uh, <laughs> Excel clans are pretty dumb, as it turns out. Yeah? Uh, who knew? Watching golds is just, like, so sickening at the Worlds, too, because you're just like, oh, here they go. So this and, is... you're, and you know, you're thinking they're like, why is Wondrel soul card? Why is any of these cards? Why is uh, Spear X a Spear drag? X. Yeah, why is Spear Cross a card? Like, why? <laughs> just I just the, don't get it. Just the fact that they can do their main phase shenanigans and still stride is just fucking gets my goat. Like... Ridiculous. I, they should just, like, ban Wonder as well. They should just ban, like, you know, everything. Mm-hmm. Just fuck it all. Just kill it all. Well, they are coming up with a new ban list next month. Yes, and then we're also getting a premium collection, too, this God, summer. How are they going to ruin the in premium this time? I mean, you, so here's what they should do next ban list. They just nuke the format, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then they just let Premium Collection ruin it again later. Yep. <laughs> That's the perfect plan. Yeah. Uh... Yeah. What could go wrong? Solid plan for Mr. Barber. <laughs> what could go wrong? Nothing. It's perfect. Just nuke the entire format, unban Ichikishima because fuck, because fuck everyone, and then Premium Collection 2 will nuke the whole landscape again. Yeah, probably. <sighs> so. Yeah, I just don't know. Yeah, it, don't know. is the set like. Or sorry, is the set. Is Worlds another example of Boucherud having their in- incompetence on display? Hmm. I don't think it was as atrocious as. Well. The the stream was horribly done. The, it was the worst stream we've ever seen, for mm-hmm. sure. Uh, the format is pro- for standard at least was probably the least interesting. Yeah, and premium was just like big memes. Yeah, I think premium is an example of like I can't believe Bushi Road intended for this to happen, and then stand. I don't know if it's ever it was as egregious as things like, uh, fuck ripples or seven seas because those unintentionally broke the game based on the framework that Bushi Road created. Like Bushi Road printed those cards, gold paladin cards, to do exactly what they're doing now. So to some degree, it was intended. I don't know if they realized that people could accelerate it to such a degree with the premium tools, but. What I love watching Ezel players get four rearguard circles or four uh, extra rearguard circles in one turn. And draw four. It doesn't even yeah. matter. Those rearguard circles don't matter for the most part. It's just because it's cards. That's it. Yeah. Hey, you start drawing a million cards. Yeah, yeah, why not? Yeah, so I don't know if this is the same level of incompetence in the sense that they, to a degree, intended for this to happen, but like, I think it's more of an example of Bushi Road not being fast enough. At releasing new band lists and balancing rebalancing the game, I think mm. that you can compare stuff like uh, Ripples and um, Seven Runner to this regional. The way you can compare both World Wars. So World War One happened because of a bunch of different factors that created the climate needed 
to have having a guy get shot be the cause of a world war. Whereas versus World War Two is just kind of like the one guy being like, "All right, I'm going to take over some countries." So it, with the ripples, it was unintentional. They were just like, "All right, this is just what we think the game should be." And then, as it turns out, it's like having a bunch of interconnected alliances, having a bunch of uh, pissed-off peoples who want independence, and, uh, you know, uh, having a bunch of military equipment that people want to try using that haven't uh, gotten to use it in a while. Mm-hmm. That's Ripples. And then Gold's is World War II. Like, we, that shit was coming the second it came out. Like, we, we saw that shit a mile away. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, just, yeah, the second you see Spirit, it was Axel, already, like, that's it was already kind of getting bad, and they just kept printing more Ezel cards. Yeah, and they're like, yeah, yeah Hitler, have Czechoslovakia, it's fine. <laughs> doing great. It was, it's just, yeah. Like, so they should just hit, like, all the best decks in premium, and then just let, you know, people figure it out. is like, what, like, the sixth best deck, so it's, like, pretty immune. I feel like Kagero is a good example of, like, Balance in terms of just good enough to not be noticed by yeah. the by the ban list. Yeah, yeah they're, they're the Taylor Swift of, of Vanguard. <laughs> Take off their glasses and suddenly they're beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> we learned today that Atlas is not in glasses. No, it's more from the like ever that cliche. Of like, oh, she's hot, but it's just they're hot while wearing glasses, and then when you, they take them off, suddenly they're like that whole like, without... Weird. yeah, yeah. It's like the the eighties <laughs> movie cliche, like in the "You Belong with Me" video. Why do I know this? What's oh, wrong I never with watched me? that video, but I know the song. I I I'm ashamed of myself. I need to go uh, desensitize and go listen to some Iron Maiden or something. <laughs> it's okay that you like Taylor Swift, okay? I, I just I just like uh, shake it off in twenty two. I don't like you belong with me. Whatever you need to tell yourself. I have vague memories of of people in the boys' locker room singing it back when I actually swam. What in high school or element? This was more like elementary, middle school. Oh, when did Probably that song come school. out? I'm old. Mid- yeah. No, it was definitely middle school. But that song is ancient, what, you by our standards. Me? Or what? You belong with me. Came out two thousand eight. Yeah. So yeah, I, I would have been in middle school. You and I are the same age, right? Yes. Yeah. So yeah. So that song is ancient by no. our standards. I mean, Matt, yeah, Matt's old. <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, but, uh... order cards. And worlds and uh, I from- learned from, that, uh, from worlds that I don't care about buddy fight at all. Did we ever? No, nope, but I did watch some ice. Oh, how'd that go? Hmm. It was all right. It's dead. Uh, you know, attack on Titans, attack on Titan. Mm-hmm. Is that so like the broken deck happen. right now? Or uh, it's it's been the best deck in English for like several years. Wow. <laughs> <Oops>. <laughs> You know, solid investment, I guess. <laughs> Is that like Burning Abyss for... Yeah, kind of. Just, uh, But they don't want to put it... I don't think that Bougie wants to make an English ban list for... Or in, a ban list for English Weiss. So it just gets to roam free. You know, until they print somehow better... Better shit at some point. Yeah. 
it's pretty funny to me. <laughs> eh, just more of Bushiro's balancing ability on display. I mean, there's just like only like there's so few sets in English Weiss compared to Japanese Weiss. Japanese Weiss, mm-hmm. I had a new list. I watched Japanese Weiss worlds as well. One thing I I was kind of displeased with how the uh, Weiss worlds ended up. They were giving players, I think. They were calling time in uh, elimination, re- like in top eight. Why? And they put like sudden death situations. I don't know. That makes zero goddamn sense. And what's What's frustrating to me is that watching J- Japanese worlds, they just didn't have like the, I think the matches were just completely untimed. We watched it. They, first of all, they were best of three, and one match would take like two hours, Damn. and they would just let them play. And the English words are like, nah. I, so, you I know, don't it's like it. really frustrating. At least from my perspective. Yeah, that, that sounds like it would be very frustrating. It's like the same, you know, like play structure or even care, I guess. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. That, that, that's just something I was thinking about while watching the uh, English English world's. But the Japanese worlds for, like, all the different games are kind of disconnected. Like, Weiss Worlds was a couple weeks ago, but Vanguard Japanese worlds aren't until mid-February. What? Mm-hmm. Boy. Okay. Yeah. And the ban list is, like, right after Japanese worlds. I mean, that makes sense. So like, basically, yeah. they're going to let worlds come out and then immediately ban all the top decks. Got it? Let's go. <laughs> yeah, Japanese had had nationals last weekend. I don't know. It's pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. I wasn't expecting uh, people to like the top eight to be that poorly done as well. In addition to you know not having streams at like any point, there was a lot of like dead air or like talking about like metagame discussions and nothing against like you know any of the commentators. It's just like not much they could do with the information, you know, with the stuff they were given. People really want to see games, not nothing. Mm. Yeah just like two streams and not even one stream with the material. How cool would it be if one of us became a commentator? Sounds awful. <laughs> yeah. We already <laughs> question why people listen to our podcast. Imagine oh. people listening to us on stage where we're assumed to have some level of authority. I don't even listen to me. Am I a joke I... to you? Yes. Yes. Good. Don't worry, we're jokes to ourselves, too. <laughs> I'm a joke, that's true. Oh my god, okay. Uh, anything else we want to say about order cards or worlds? Uh, I'm cautiously interested about order cards. Me too. Yeah, sounds like a great idea. Sounds like a great idea. Will it be in we'll practice? See. Yeah, will be. Tune in in the future to find out. And if they ended up sucking Atlas, I'm, future Atlas, I'm sorry. Uh, just wasn't wasn't your time. Uh, that about does it for this episode of Nexus at Night. Guys, where can people find you on the internets? Find me at Wiggums, two G's, two Z's on Twitter. You can find me at Plasma Eclipse. And you can find me personally at Atlas Novak, or you can check out my other comedy podcast Bad Reading uh, where we take horrible fan fiction and read it to people who are fans of the original thing 
this week, when this episode comes out, we will be covering Pushing Daisies, that uh, that TV show that got ruined by the 2007 writer's strike. Have you guys ever seen that show? Oh, is that what happened to that? Yeah, it was uh, like... Oh, hilarious. Yeah, it was, a, it was a pretty good show, but um, yeah. Go check it out, that'll be coming out this Friday, and then aside from that, you can follow this podcast, at Nexus at Night, on Twitter or Instagram. Um... <laughs> And that is about it. So until next time, I was Atlas. I'm Matt. Don't forget to send us Amazon or eBay gift cards so we can order cards. I'm Root Beer. And have a good night, everybody.